Shalom Avracha, welcome everyone. Bez Hashem, continue in Mishnah Ruin Simon Kufnun Gimel Sif Tezayin, Shnei number three hundred fifty-five. It's Erev Tishabov, and we're discussing Hilchos Basic Nessus. We should be zayicha that in the halachas that we're learning of building a shul and behaving properly in the shul, we should be zayicha to rebuild the Binyan Beis Hamikdash, the real ultimate Makom Kadosh. By showing Kodesh Baruch Hu that we have proper decorum in the shuls itself, in the base measures itself, and Hashem will see we want the base measures back, and He will bring it back for us. Mm-hmm. The Chavit tells us here in Sif Tezayin, a person who lent his house to a shul, that the shul should be used in his house. The shul, the, his house will function rather as a shul, and we're going to see in fact how timely this is, as I mentioned yesterday, I'm not sure if it was on the recording, I think it might have been, of how this halacha is mamish, HaKadosh Baruch Hu orchestrated it, that it falls out a day before Tisha B'av, how this connects to Tisha B'av. Ready, ready for this? So a person lends his house to the community to use as a shul. And the Balabais, the Balabas, he has a, a fight with somebody in the shul. He cannot forbid the usage of the shul, which is his house, to one, that's one specific individual, unless he forbids it to everyone. Does this sound familiar to anybody about anything? Tisha B'Av topic? Yeah, wait, it's the opposite of Achtos, that's true. Okay, well, so so uh, we'll see it in a minute. Says the Ramah, It's only if he lent it stam, without any, without any stipulations. But if you initially made a condition, listen, I'm going to give you my house to use as a shul, no problem. But I want you to know, I I retain the rights to say to somebody, you're not welcome. Or he didn't explicitly lend it to them. And he just said, listen, you can come to my house. I'm not lending you my house as a shul. You come whenever you want, though. Okay? Ah, ah. Reb Tzemach put on the screen. Similar to Kamsa bar Kamsa. And that's exactly what the Mishnah Bru is going to bring. Could you see that? Yes, we are a day behind in the Deirshu schedule. But Lamaisa, that's our schedule that we're up to right now. Is this not unbelievable that you tell somebody that we're learning now in Hechaz Basic Nessus is is Nagayat Tishabov? Say, what Shaykhis? That's the Shaykhis, right? That's the connection. Kamsa by Kamsa, as we'll see in the Mishnah Muro. Very good, Rabbi Tzamach. So he says, And those examples, he has the authority to exclude someone from coming in. Obviously, it's not appropriate, but if he doesn't give over this house to the shul, he just says, listen, come when you want. Or he retains the right to veto someone from coming in for whatever reason. He has the halakha permissibility to do so, according to the Ramadan, his explanation of what's going on here. Of course, it's not appropriate, though. Says the Mishra Sifkatin, pay vav. Or rather... Uh, 
tez zayin, so we said we're up to pay pay ches rather. Any yochel asra, he cannot. So the case of mechaber was he cannot forbid the house, the shul that was turned to the house on any, the house that was turned to a shul on anyone. We're all familiar with Rabbeinu Gerishim who made a cherem that a man cannot marry more than two, more than one wife. He can't read someone's private letters, mail, right? Different, different cherem, Rabbeinu Gerishim. There's another one he tells us over here that a person cannot take his house, turn to a shul, for the community and exclude someone from coming in. You know, put a picture in the front door, say, if this is you, stay out. Because we're concerned of the disgrace of that individual. Then he says over here, Ayin Gitin, which you learned recently, which is Nun Hayyamid Bayes. And then involved in Zion, the Hauva Maisi by Kamsa. I'm reading from the Dirshu note. Shinisbazil in Kol by Kamsa was embarrassed in front of everyone. Kishe Balasuda Silke Beemsa Asuda when the Balabais threw him out in front of everyone. Lachain Holach Vehilshena Yehudim, and we said Nigrom Chorinabais. And then therefore he went and he spoke Lashonara about the Yidden to the authorities and of course we all know the outcome we're sitting here wherever we are even if we're near the Arabs Israel listen to the Shurim we don't have the base of Migdash and this was the Nigrom who caused who brought about the Chorim base of Migdash I, I couldn't have tried to orchestrate this better so what happened? HaKadosh Baruch orchestrated it better he did it for me okay I give my thanks however if he forbids everyone, there's no embarrassment to that one person. You hear what's going on? If it's that one person, ah, oh, he's horrifically embarrassed, just like we said by Bakamsa. But if it's everyone, no one can come into the shul. Okay, so no one's, no one's. Sometimes when people think it's it's me, it's it's a personal vendetta against me. That's when it's painful. So now he's asking a different question. How could you forbid the whole entire congregation? He explains, because he only gave it, it's his house, don't forget, it's his house. He only gave it to them, stam. meaning, without any specific stipulations that it's going to be yours for, do whatever you want with it. But if he gave it to them for a certain time, take a look in your day, if the Isser falls out, if the Isser is during that time period that that he made those stipulations for. What does it mean to lend it and not let anybody come in? What is that? Well, let's say, it's <laughs> a good question. How do you lend something when you tell them no one's welcome? It's, it's not like you ever knock on the door and someone says come in and the door's locked. <laughs> Like right, right. That's not what we're talking about. No, that that the person forgot he locked the door. You're right. We're talking perhaps example is that he says you could use my house as a shul, and then the congregants feel okay. That means seven days a week. Comes Sunday morning, the door's locked. Oh, 
Okay. Okay. So, you know, and he's like, listen, you know, I, I, I'm very happy to, but like, you know, my kids are still sleeping right now. It's Sunday morning, right? Shabbos, I don't, of course, you know, he used my shul Monday, yeah, but Sunday, you know, no one's, please, you know, a little, a little uh, appreciation, you know, I'll give you an example like that. Okay. Good. You're welcome. Good question. When you asked the question, I, I got startled. I, I, I heard a voice. I didn't. I forgot you're coming from my line. Okay. Okay. Fine. So he says over here in Sefkat and Peites that she's changing the text of the of the Ramah, where the Ramah says um, that he has the permission to exclude whoever he wants in the case when he when he originally made that stipulation. So so when he didn't like give over when he didn't give over the the house to be used as a shul on the on a regular basis, he still retains this authority of excluding people. So you'll ask but one second, isn't that still embarrassing? It is embarrassing, but apparently he didn't give it over as a shul. And the Bar explains uh, let me just find this right here. If he originally made that that uh, stipulation, since he made this tnai, this condition, this stipulation, it works. So in the case of the Mechaber, he didn't exclude, he didn't make this tonight, this stipulation that he can exclude whoever he wants. Therefore, he's not allowed to exclude anyone. In the case of the Ramah, he did make the stipulation. He also brings in the Berlacha, it doesn't have to be a situation of uh, making his house into a shul it could be just say you, you have you, you're housing a minion, and then you decide. Listen, it's it's too much right now. I, I can't continue this. You can also decide to stop that. It's it's your house. Okay. Sif Yud Zayin. Mechaber says further. Misha Hoya beBeisay Beisak Nesus Yamin Rabim veEinat Zibur Shoyim Lishanoyse beBayis Acher. Person who has in his house a shul for many days. Einat Zibur Shoyim Lishanoyse. The Zibur are not permitted. To take that schus, that that uh, rights away, and move it to a different house. Explains the Mishnah Rura, because you want to have daki shalom, want to be have peace with this this French. So here's the scenario. We're going to use the name Goldberg as we used the, the name last time as well. And and Goldbergs are great people, by the way. Okay, I actually have a friend Goldberg, but we're not using anybody specific. So, let's say the house, the minion, was by Goldberg's house. So that's what it says. In your house, you had a shul, and it was there for a while. It was everybody knows it's by the shul's by Goldberg's house, and in many communities you have this. Uh, my Chavrusa, right? Right across the street from me. He told me there's a, if we saw in his house, there's a shul right there, right? So, in that case, when there's a house 
that's housing the shul, you cannot take that away from the person. Why? Because the concern is that that people are going to say, oh, you know, why did why do we stop diving by Goldberg? Oh, must be there's a problem going on by Goldberg. Must be there's some issue going on over there. So he says, even if there's 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 a little issue going on, we should try to keep it by Goldberg, as much as possible. Obviously, if there's mamish, a big issue going on, there's a different story. But if there's no reason to change it, then you don't change it. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I skipped a line here. If only part of the meaning one who would call break off meaning and daven somewhere else, they're permitted to. Because even even in his house, even in his house, they're davening also. In other words, Let's say you had 35 people. And you have 13 people that want to go down somewhere else. Not a problem. Why? Because the minion still stays by Goldberg's house. That's not an issue. He never lost out in the midst of having the house, the, the, the shul in his house. If you have a group, however, if you have a group of people learning in one house for many years, then they want to like transfer and say, okay, let's turn a little here, a little there, and 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 uh, bounce around in different places. He says, you can't change, you can't do that. Tzadi Beis says the So he said you're not supposed to change the the location. So too, the same thing applies that a person who married of covered or mitzvah. We can't take it away from the person. Unless you have a tiny gemura, unless there's a, a real good bona fide reason why you, why you should be taken away. Not only by things that are on a regular basis, even if things come up only once in a while, you still do not have the rights, permission to take it away. You hear this? People who have the rights to bury the mason. It's a schus. A tremendous, tremendous mitzvah to bury a mason. However, they cannot push aside other people who want to bury somebody. So other people want to get the mitzvah also. Because when it comes to this mitzvah, everybody wants to Doing the mitzvah, everybody wants to get a, a, an opportunity to do the mitzvah. Now, however, if you have specific groups, in other words, you have what's called the Chavar Kadisha. If you have a specific Chavar Kadisha, they do Chavar Kavura, they stop anything, they get a beep, they go. 
okay, then it's not really appropriate to take away the schus from them. Because what they sacrifice, they should have this opportunity whenever they want. I want to share with you a note, a Dirshu note over here, because many of you know that I would give a Chabura, a Shir on Kliyakar, on Shabbos. And we have over here a Misa with a Kliyakar. He wrote a safe called Eidolus Ephraim as well. And he says, Even by a Talmud Chacham that died, the El Yabba writes, The El Yabba says, His Tamidim don't have the permission you have a, a, a Tamil Chacham that was Nifter. And the Tamidim want to be involved with the Chavar Kadisha. They, they want to do the mitzvah. So the El Rabbah says, no, they don't have the permission. When Reb Shleima Lenchitz was the Kliyakar, when he was Nifter, and his Talmidim wanted to be involved with this Tara process, and they tied So they wanted to be involved with doing the midst of burying the Rebbe. And they want to be involved with the Tahara, the Tahara process. And they said that it's more appropriate for us as opposed to the Chavar Kadisha. The Sholu es Baal Hashla. And they asked the Shla Kodesh. We just had a shear on the Shla Kodesh last week, right? From Radova Gross, Shlita. O Posak, Shehakavronim, Hamis Askim, Mekach Kolashana, Umavatum, Es Iskayim, Litzorech Zeh. And he says like this. He says, the Chavar Kadisha comes first. They drop everything and they go take care of the Mesim the whole entire year. And now all of a sudden you have Mamish at Tzadik Tamachachim like this that comes by. And the Tamidim should take the Zechus away? No. Says the Shlok of the Shipaskin, the Chevra Kadisha, they have the right to take care of the schus of this mitzvah, the opportunity to do the Tahara process and the burial over the Talmud. He's specifically referring to the Tahara over here. But if they want, if the Chevra Kadisha want, they could be Michael the Kovet, they could give it to the Talmud. But we see over here is the Psak from the Shlok that the Chavik Hadisha do not lose out on it. Continues the Mishnurun Sefkot and Sadi Gimel, where we said, Next page, to the house of an individual. So they can't. Put the minions somewhere else. What was the case once again? Misha Hoya basic nest, a person who had a, a shul in his house for a while already, then the Tzibur cannot take that shul away. But they could put it 
He says here, He says, they're not allowed to take it out, and put it somewhere else. But if they want to build a, a central shul, oh, that you could do. In other words, you're taking the minion out of the house, and this is this is a, this is a minion starts in someone's basement, in the den, wherever it starts, sometimes in the garage, and then eventually say, you know what, we're having a meeting Monday night, we're, we're going to buy a plot of land and we're going to build a shul. That's how shuls start. And you build, I was just in Monsi, I just, I used to go to this, the shul, it was, was, was a house. Now it's a gorgeous building. Gorgeous building. Baruch Hashem. M'chein Yerbu. And there's no concern of Daki Shalom taking the, the minion out of the house and building a, a, a nice building for the, for, the, for the minion for the shul. Okay. Let's continue with Chai, Sif Yud Ches. There are those that say that the clay hekdish, the silver items that were brought to the shul on the, on the Yom and Toivim, cannot be taken out and sold for mundane items. And the congregation can keep it in their shul possession even after the death of the one who sanctified it by giving it to the shul. It doesn't go to the descendants of the person who passed away. It goes, stays by the shul. For example, he says in Sif for example, if you have, let's say, noses especially was very important. You have the candelabras. So they put the candlesticks in there, the oil, so they could see. Nowadays, we don't really have that. Look around. You see any candelabra here? We have electricity. But but uh, the, you also have the ornaments on the Sefer Torah. The, the, the keser, the crown, the yad sometimes that hangs down, or the, the breastplate, some, some is, that's very expensive. That's pure silver. You know, that's, that's very expensive. Depending on how thick it is, how heavy it is, right? So it, ha- it stays by the shul. Since when it was given over, there was no, and this is very important now, if anybody wants to donate something, make sure you learn the halachas of donating first. I don't mean money, I'm saying an item. And he says, the he, only, he didn't say, he only, he's only lending it. Therefore, if you didn't say you're only lending it, but it's still yours, once they started using it, it becomes Kaddish. It's Kaddish. Once it's Kaddish, you can't take it back now. The Magen Avram says, actually, he says, now the Minig is, 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 is that what? That it stays by the original owner. In other words, those who donate, the, donate these items, it's only for, for, for a lending concept. The Magen Avram says, it's the Minig, that they're only lending it, but they're still retaining ownership. And it says if they they explicitly made it tonight that it's not going to be the shuls, I'm just lending it to you. 
and therefore there's no kedusha on it, and then it can always be brought back. It's better, says the Morgan of Rome, to make the explicit tonight the condition on this. Let's see over here another halacha. If you test, Yesh Mishoymish im Nimsa Achar Misas Adam Kosov Ksav Kosov Shehigdish Kalim. You find the person, his tsava, his will, that he was Makdish Kalim. Let's say you find a person passed away and you find in his notes that he donated certain items. But there are no witnesses. And you didn't give it over yet to the congregation. It's still considered to be hectish. You have the case? The person passed away. They find amongst his papers that he, he wants something, let's say called the cast of the crown, the yad for the Sefer Torah. He wants something to be for the shul. And it wasn't given over yet. Do we say... Maybe he did change his mind. He didn't do it yet. No, we say it's it's the shuls. He found it in his house amongst his documents. Because he definitely is considered to be that he gave it over. Since he wrote it down on this on this uh, document. The rest of this, if Cotton is saying, 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 look at a different place in the Chosh Mishpat, and we will stop here and pick up Mitzvah Shem after Tisha B'Av from Sif Chof. Once again, to be Mitzapili Yeshua, to yearn, to have a desire for Binabes HaMikdash, and not just live one day a week, one day a year, with without the opportunity to learn what you want, and eat food and feel okay. Look at the clock. How many hours left? But appreciate, contemplate, and let us be a generation that we can say about ourselves that we were that generation that rebuilt the base of Mikdash, and not like the Yushami says that every generation that does not rebuild it is as if they destroyed it. Let's be the other generation that rebuilds the base of Mikdash.